best show was Courage, though. You know what? This might be an unpopular opinion, but I didn't really care for Courage the Cowardly Dog. It's understandable. I just... I feel like on another podcast, maybe they would have, like, leaned into the hyperbole and had, like, a back and forth about Courage the Cowardly Dog, but who we are <laughs> as people and friends, you're just being like, you know, I, know, I don't think this like, is for me, and I'm like, fine, I accept valid. you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for accepting me and all my hot takes. <laughs> oh, God. But you know what show isn't divisive? Which one would that be? Coffee Prince. Yeah, boo, you, everybody loves Coffee Prince. There's no such thing as a Coffee Prince hater. IMO. <laughs> never I, seen one. Yeah. Never will. Never seen one in the wild. Never caught on video. And I'm not planning to in the future. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. So last time we watched episode 11. Mm-hmm. And you know what that means. This time we're, we're watching, watching episode, episode 13. We're watching episode 11 again. Uh- <laughs> 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 Some variations on a theme there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... That's right. Nope, just kidding. It's episode 12, because when you count, 12 comes after 11. At least I think it does. I haven't been to math class for so long. Yeah, me either. Well, then I guess we'll just have to assume. I'll take your word for um, it. <laughs> thank you. I'm I'm not confident, but I'll pretend to be. Mm. <laughs> um, so... We are watching episode 12, and uh, last episode was kind of, like, a lot. <laughs> it, yeah. it was a lot. Episode 11 was just just a lot. There's I really a... don't think there's any better way to describe it than that. There's very few um, episodes of television that I would describe as emotional labor for the viewer, but that was one of them. Yeah, geez. The, it really, like, the high points were, like, there, but they were only there in the beginning. And then they kind of just, like, didn't give you any more. And you were like, please. Please. <laughs> I need to be happy serotonin. again. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're done with it now. And we've got to move on. We've got to see what happens next. So, before we get into it, Jaren, mm. what do you think is going to happen uh, in episode was, 12? It was all a dream. Get back to the good stuff, please. Chan wow. wakes up and goes to work, and then marries Hangul. And wow, <laughs> that's that's what I want. That's what it is. Uh, does that mean that in non-dream world she's been like engaged to Hangul? Like, what is what does that mean? Well, we did have the dream sequence from many many episodes ago, where mm-hmm. Hangul was getting married to Unchan in his dream. That's right. So maybe this will be the continuation of that. Like, that'll be Universe Prime, and then we'll wake up, and everything else has been an illusion. Wow. Coffee Prinception. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everyone, welcome to Coffee Prinception. Um, I mean, you know what? That sounds pretty good. Like, I'd be down. Um, I'll I'll leave it. Hmm? I said at this point, yeah, I would be down. (laughs) I will leave it to uh, your judgment as to whether or not that is an accurate depiction of what episode 12 will be. Um, actually, if, if it was all a dream, then like, what about like all the other characters? Like, Do they exist in, in Universe Prime, or are they just kind of like dream characters? We can keep them. We can keep all the things I like and put all the things that I don't like on Sung. 
in a, in another worse show. Hey, what happened to what happened to yes? What happened to last time when we were like, oh man, we never really get to see Han Sung's perspective, and we were kind of like feeling for him for the first time. Like, what what, what happened to that? Well, that they they kind of walked that back a little bit. <laughs> All right, you're not wrong. <laughs> No breaks for Hansung. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no. I'm like a fish on a hook. Like, they're giving me a little bit of slack and then just reeling it back in as hard as they can. Aww. Wait, well, maybe in Universe Prime he's a different man, you know? Hansung Prime can transform into a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm surprised you gave him helicopter and not, like, dump truck or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hansung got that dump truck. I have not been looking, but now I guess I'll have to, and I'll report back whether or not Hansung got that dump truck. <laughs> Listen, Hansung has an absolute dump truck of a personality. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, let's go ahead and get into the episode. We'll be right back. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, hey! I'm Kara, and I love rom-coms. Uh, hey, I'm Jaren, and I like watching artisanal cheese videos. Oh, pretty good. Oh, but you know what we both love? We both love hot drinks and hot boys. And this is... Just Just Kiss Kiss Already. Oh, God. Oh, gosh, golly. Oh, goish. Gar- <laughs> oh, goish. <laughs> oh, goish. <laughs> Time to start kvetching about the coffee prince again. That's right. It's episode 12. Oh, my gosh. We're here. We have been, we've been watching episode after episode after episode. The hits don't and stop. Yeah, little, little, would you know? know it uh after episode 11 comes episode <laughs> i feel like we've already we already said that when you made your prediction <laughs> but that's okay i'm gonna say it again because it's important that people know how numbers work <laughs> repetition and reincorporation is very important for shows yeah i i i think that honestly we're doing the world a good by. <laughs> <laughs> i love that it's not doing the world a service we're doing the world a good just one. Just single good. Everybody gets a good. <laughs> Everyone get one good, and if you use it, then you're bad. You gotta get it good before your good gets got. <laughs> oh, oh no. It's no longer good if your good gets got. Golly. Golly, gorsh, gadoosh. Anyway, um, remember how episode 11 was, like, really sad? <laughs> Yeah, I tried to forget real hard. Well, as soon as you start episode twelve, they're like, "Hey, it's not done yet," and they had to start us right off. Like we're 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 in very sad, depressed town, and we just had to be like, "Oh, that's right. We we haven't quite gotten back to cute town yet, so we got to start there." And right it's at the beginning such a cold of the episode. Open. So right from the get go, we're back at Coffee Prince, and um. Everything is just, like, really awkward. Everyone knows what's going on. Nobody is happy. We're not allowed to be happy right now. (laughs) It's so funky. It's like a mushroom just taking up all the air in the room. 
Han Gil is just like he's not helping. He's like he wants he wants Unchen not to be there, but he won't fire her. And he's just like, I thought I told you to quit. Why don't you quit? And I'm like, bro, just fire her. Like if that's what you want, just you got to do it because you can't just tell someone they have to quit. Like Hangul, that's what firing is. <laughs> He walks over and he's like, oh, you're selfish for, like, coming in after I told you to quit. And it's like, like, bruh, I need the money. (laughs) And then uh, he, like, walks away and Unchan kind of, like, follows after him. And she's, like, trying to talk to him. And he's like, you get three minutes. And she's like, okay, well, like, I'm really sorry. And, like, I I was scared. And, like, I'm just kind of, like, trying to put it down again. And they have this, like, really sad conversation there's a lot of sad things that are said like um hangul one of the things that he says is why am i always betrayed by the ones i love and i was like bro ouch yauchi oh no i don't Uh-oh. yeah like he, okay i i've started to like turn against hangul a little bit this episode and i'm not gonna really? try to hide it okay uh, <laughs> the end of last uh god that was last episode, right? That ends with just the sexual assault in the workplace, right? Yeah. And sort of the next thing we see is him being like, I'll give you three minutes to, like, tell me what's what you want to tell me. Oh, and I was like, okay, she's got to tell him, like, the three words that we've all been waiting to hear uh-huh. her say. I'm filing suit. And... <laughs> It was it was just really upsetting because he was like, why am I always betrayed by the ones I love? Like my father for not telling me about my birth mother and you for not telling me you're a girl. And I was like waiting for him to be like, and my grandma for making me work. And I was like, come on, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's just heartbreaking because Unchan is like, yeah, it was really fun when we would like goof off and I was worried that you wouldn't like me. And I was like, don't get me wrong, I'm doing a silly voice, but I was, like, crying during this. Yeah, no, I was really sad. There's, there's like, this big theme in this episode of trust, which makes sense, because now that we've gotten the episode where it's, like, the secret is out, of course there's gonna be, like, the talk about, like, I needed to trust you, and you didn't trust me, and blah, blah, blah. And so he's saying all these things, like, I'm betrayed by people, I need someone who trusts me. Oh, my and God. The part where he's like, I just, I need someone who's going to stick up for me and who's going to be like, Hong Yul could do whatever he wants if he just puts his mind to it. And you realize that, like, he's talking about how, like, his family, like, all just kind of doubts him and how terrible that is that, like, he really was just looking for somebody to be like, hey, like, my boyfriend is cool and he can do things. (laughs) My boyfriend is cool and he can do things, okay? He wants to build Lego Man. Let him build Lego Man. <laughs> He's yeah, real no. good at it. It it was really sad. I I think the part that really got me was when Unchan says, "Can't we just see each other? Like, can't we just like exist in the same room together Ooh. and like still see each other?" And I was like, "Ooh, oh yeah. god, ouch, oh no." She's being very truthful to like the thing that Mister Hong said, which was like, mm-hmm. she knows she can't live without Hong Yul. And Hang Yul yeah. still hasn't, like, had that conversation with himself. Yeah, he's too busy being, like, sad, angry, so, or whatever. Yeah, just being he's, he's really upsetty spaghetti. <laughs> he's a big pile of upsetty spaghetti. Yeah. 
so yeah, at this point we're five minutes in and I've already written in all caps, I'm sad in my notes. <laughs> so <New world laughs> off to a great start. Coffee Prince sad speed run. <laughs> oh man. So then uh, Hungil's like, whatever. And he like leaves and the conversation is over or whatever. Oh, and before the Miss- conversation is over, he, I had an interesting translator's note where, oh. uh, for, like in your version, did she say, I love you here? I don't think so. Oh, she did in mine, I know, and I wrote though. it down, and I was like, "Oh," because I thought that she maybe that might was like have. the first time. I don't know. She might have. I didn't. If it if it was, it didn't strike me as like, "Whoa!" I feel like I was too busy being sad. To, he to... Got, <laughs> through the tears, I could see the translator's note that he calls her his jibongwol, uh, and mm-hmm. the translator's note said "little bell," and I was like, "Unchan yeah. is such a little bell. It's perfect." Unchan is such a little bell. That. <laughs> I also got that, yeah. He's like, oh, you were this cool kid who just stood up for what he believed in, and I wanted to be like that kid, but I don't want to be like you. And then he just flat out breaks up. He's like, we need to stop seeing each other. And I was like, come on. It took us 11 episodes to get here. There's like a big come on feeling this like whole episode. Or not the whole episode, but for a good portion of it. Um, Yeah. So then Hong Gil goes downstairs and Mr. Hong is like, dude, listen, <laughs> come on, my dude. Like, I, we're trying to run a business here. I need this not to be happening. To fire your employee. I don't care. Just like, dude. He does please. love with him. He's like, look, look, I love this like fucking like, ch- like childhood playground romance shit. He's like, that's my character. I'm all about it. You guys are pushing it. And I'm like, he's absolutely right. Oh my god. <laughs> Even Harim has like come around. He's like, young, like, come on. You gotta um, pick it uh... up. <laughs> oh my god. And Hangul is still on this, like, I told her to quit. And CB is like, no, no, I don't want you to. Yeah. Um, Hong like walks out of the job. He's like, that's it. I'll see you next oh, month. Oh, yeah, no. Hangul is making these comments like, it's like, whatever, like, I'll be gone in a month. And Mr. Hong is like, no, I will be the one to leave. And then <laughs> Hangul is like, I'll be gone soon. And Mr. Hong is like, okay, well, when you're gone, let me know and I'll come back because I don't want to be here amid all of this. <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. This used to be about the coffee, man. <laughs> He's like, it was fun for a little while, but now you've taken it too far and I'm done. I don't care anymore. I, I'm not having fun. So the, the, the Opas march upstairs, CB and Sungi. And yes, because uh, Un Chen is actually leaving now. Like, she's, she's really packing up and she's really leaving Coffee Prince. Yeah. And that's for, like, one of the, the reasons. Like, time. <laughs> like CB is is really really upset about it, and CB and Waffle Boy go, well yeah for the fifth time. Except this time it's like it's real, like you know, like you feel it, you know. Oof. Like uh, other times it's been like a oh I'm not gonna come into work for a couple days or like oh I'm gonna leave and like come back, but like this was like a she emptied her locker, like everybody went and like said their goodbyes. Like this was like a real like I'm leaving. Like it was different this time yeah everybody was reacting as though it was like more serious but for me a little bit as an audience member i kind of felt like it was yo-yoing like really because yeah there's been like at least three that i can recall where they've been like hangul tells 
Unchan to quit, and then they kind of work it out within the next hour or so. And I was That's like... That's fair. I... I kind of I think knew it, that things it, it were going to get better after this. Yeah. I think for me, it wasn't necessarily the fact that she had left before and that they'd worked it out or anything, or the fact that the the other characters were responding more seriously. It was more like this point in the show and this point in the plot feels very serious. It feels like, yes, she's left in the past and she's come back and whatever. But at no point in those times in the past had there been like this level of like, uh, like this feels like the big conflict. And it is, it's, it's much more of a conflict than any other conflict they'd had in the past. Like this is kind of like the big one. You know? This is so, like the third act misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah. So when she's going and she's like packing up it, I mean, I remember watching this for the first time and thinking that like, even if they made up after this, it was possible that she wouldn't be back to work here because mm. this was kind of like it, you know? CB, uh, they... They did something that I don't know if it was intentional, but I, I'd like to think it is because he goes upstairs and he's talking with Unchan as she's packing and he's being like, hey, relax. He'll cool off and come back. Like, think yeah. of it as a break. Like, he's, he's, he really badly wants to think of it as a temporary. Thing. I mean, to be fair, that's what it's always been. In yes. Anytime exactly. that Unchan is left, that's how it's been. So he wants it badly to be that. But we know that it's not that right now, you know? And uh, I thought it was interesting because I was like, oh, is this part of CB's perspective because of Unse and, like, the hot-cold kind of, like, young love thing that they're having where he's like, wait, like, just, like, wait it out. Like, yeah, it'll be better <laughs> He's later. like, don't worry, she'll text you in, like, a, in a day. It's okay. Yeah, when she needs money, she'll come back. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I forgot that Unse was such, like, a... Like a, a scrapper, like a, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Unchan has, like, a really sad line to CB where she's like, huh, your eyes look pretty wet for such a big, strong boy right now. And, like, I was like, oh, no, he's he doesn't believe what he's saying. Yeah. I, it also hurt me a lot when Waffle Boy kind of, like, leaned up and he was like, keep in touch and he just kind of like walks away and i was like damn dude yeah so i really like like waffle boy throughout this series goes from like this character that i'm like what is this man to like a character that even though he's not doing much different i just like suddenly care a lot more about like the things he has to say and the things that he does soft-spoken characters are interesting because like a lot of times you can feel like i don't get what the characterization is and especially in this episode, I feel like we see more of, like, what Sungi thinks about the Hangul Unchan situation. And also mm. that he's like, like, hey, keep in touch. Like, you can get a little out of a lot with a soft-spoken character if, if yeah. the setup is right. Definitely upon, like, multiple rewatching, he's a character who I feel like the first time I was like, oh, he's this guy. And then, oh, you get a little more, like, near the end. But upon rewatching, it's it's so easy to see those characterizations characterizations that were there from the start they were just so much harder to notice because there was so much stuff going on that i had to pay attention to and i was like this freaking waffle boy i don't know <laughs> <laughs> he make a waffle he make a waffle and he attract the ladies <laughs> oh wow and then we get to like the first public service announcement of this episode 
which is uh-huh. a don't drive while you're crying, y'all. It's very dangerous, please. Oh my gosh. There is so much cr- driving sad in so this So much crying. And I'm like, guys, stop. It's so dangerous. You need to see the road. <laughs> just yeah. pull over and cry. Like, I get you don't want to cry, like, on the premises of the job you've just been fired from, but, like... Like, maybe you could just go and, like, hit that parking lot across the street for a hot second. Yeah, come on. Like, go run through the drive-thru over there. Like, get yourself a soda. <laughs> <laughs> on your Vespa. Hold it while you drive. Cry the rest of the way home. No, no, no. You get the soda and you drink it in the parking lot and you cry. And then you go home. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, you get a nice Sprite. And then you just kind of, like, flick it into your eyes. <laughs> oh, God. It counteracts the awful. tears. The salt and the sugar, they balance out. Oh, wow, that's a new method. I guess I'll have to try that next time. The second public service announcement, don't try that. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. All right, man. Uh, And then another relationship that we see a lot of this episode is Han Sung and Yuju. Speaking of car accidents. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, we cut to Yuju, and she's like... Bro, she's, she's like, leaving, leaving. Like, she's meeting with, like, a museum person, and they're like, hey, you're, you're leaving uh darn that dk he he takes our art and now he takes our artist darn and she's like haha and you're like oh so she's like really doing this and Mm. i feel like throughout this whole episode there's just a lot of moments where you see her like packing up and getting ready to leave and you're like oh so she's really doing this (laughs) oh yeah there was no doubt in my mind that like she was leaving and i was like rooting for that pretty much Mm. the entire episode but it's it's super interesting because she's in like this beautiful well gallery and like the people around her seem like they're happy for her. Yeah. And then she gets a call from Hansung that she just like doesn't answer, but it cuts to him in like absolute darkness in his like apartment. Or I think he was at work. And Yes, he was at work. But it was very dark. He had no lights on. <laughs> oh yeah. And it's just like, I see the contrast here. Mmm. <laughs> one of these people yeah. looks like they're moving on, the other one looks like he's kinda in the sad zone he's yeah no he's he's right here with us in sad town <laughs> he might be in sadder town though he might be the town over <laughs> it's even sadder than sad town <laughs> no, but, their yeah, chief no. export is sadness oh wow that's good for them i they probably make a lot of money off of that <laughs> i mean um, we watch it yeah right <laughs> we're watching it right now we're already consumers <laughs> But yeah, Hansung calls, denied, and then he's like, all right, I guess I'll call my boy Hangul. The way so, they have this shot framed where it's just, Hangul waits for a really, really long time to pick up this phone, and I was like, yeah. let him not answer it. Just let it ring. Just like, please, just give me this one shot of him standing there with the phone no. ringing. He sees that it's Hansung, and he's like, nah. So yeah, he picks up the phone, and he's like, I'm a pouty baby, what? And Hansung is like, just shut up. I'm talking now. And <laughs> Hangil's like, okay, what is it? And Hansung kind of like tells him basically like his whole side of like the situation with him and Unchen. He's like, first off, like when I met Unchen for the first time, it's because she was this girl who like delivered milk to my house. And so like I met her totally natural circumstances and like. There, at no point was she lying to me about being boy because I met her and she was, like, female presenting and it was, you know, it was Liddy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and then we hung out and he's like, I had big crush on her, okay? she w- We weren't, like, dating. There was no dating thing going on. It was just me wanting to bang and her being, like, not. Nah, and then we ended up being friends and, like, it's fine, okay? It's fine. <laughs> he opens up 
like really honestly about the situation like he doesn't like i think one of the reasons he gives for like why he brings yuju to the gal or to, brings enchant to the gallery is he's like yeah i was feeling petty because she was going with dk and i was like mm, well i will bring other girl oh yeah no hansung was like actually very serious of this conversation i was just <laughs> playing him up <laughs> for the laughs as we do and then uh hung gil is like okay but like is there a rest stop between this story and the end because like i really need to cool my feet for a second <laughs> yeah and then there, there, i had a bit of like a, a a strange moment with this because hansung is like talking to hung gil about like listen after that gallery thing unshan cried because she liked you so much and then Han Gil's face like changes, like he does like the surprise, like, oh, I, I had oh. no idea. And it's like four four hours ago, tops, she was crying on the balcony with you, being like, I love you, I'm so I have so many emotion. And it's like you got you you got more out of Han Sung telling you she cried one time than of seeing her cry to your face. Yeah, he's like <laughs> This whole phone call is Han Sung being like, bro. Bro, okay, listen, she likes you, okay? She likes you, I swear she likes you. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess, I guess maybe she does like me. And I'm like, dude, what do you mean? (laughs) How many times has she been like, I like you? And I get it, you're like angry or whatever, and you're like, I can't twist you, and you don't twist me, but like, dude, come on. (laughs) (laughs) like come on oh Uh, my god and then we we kind of cut from there to the princes trying to like tend bar over at coffee prince and it's just hectic it's yeah crash cut to coffee prince where we are understaffed and waffle boy is like to waffle boy is basically looks at harem and he's like things are difficult here and it's all your fault and it's like oh damn (laughs) They have, like, a really cool back and forth between their characters. And I was like, oh, this is, like, an angle that I haven't seen yet in the show where they're talking about Sungi's attitude towards this relationship is non-interference. Like, he's like, I'm not going to do anything because it's between them to work out. And Harim is, like, the extreme opposite of that, where it's like he's invested in these people, he cares about them, and he's sort of like getting his hands in there saying what he thinks and doing what he thinks is right and they yeah. rub against each other on that issue oh yeah Sungi turns to him because he's kind of getting into harim being like you interfered you're like you shouldn't have backed off you shouldn't have done anything and harim is like well you stood around and did nothing like you never seemed to care you didn't care about that you don't care about anything like you never care and Sungi comes back at him with like uh is my not caring worse than you interfering and I was like, I mean, like, I am a, yeah, dude, like, I feel like putting your hands on the situation kind of worse than, like, leaving it and seeing what happens. Just, I don't know, I'm kind of on, like, Team Sungi or whatever, <laughs> whatever. It's, it's kind of interesting because I was thinking about this and I was like, you know, I don't really know where I fall on that spectrum of where, like, where something is happening between two people that I know or work mm. with. And <laughs> yeah, I'm you like, know. at <laughs> cool what co-workers. point... At what point is really, like, right to involve yourself? And I feel like not only have we passed that point with this show, because things have gotten worse for the other employees multiple times. Yeah. But Harim being, like, this very good friend character to Han Gil, like, 
I feel like he was sort of justified for intervening. And he even says, like, you know, I thought she had already told him when I said anything. And I was, like, talking to my friend trying to console him. Yeah. But more importantly in this scene, there's a lot of, a lot of sexual tension between these two. Did you feel Yeah, that? you know, I'm kind of thinking maybe Harim and Sungi should do a little, like, wow. Well, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Just kind of, like, was, work it out, hold hands. I, don't I know. was kind of like, let's reset the <laughs> clock on this one. Like, let's... Let's keep our eyes open for this secret fourth couple that's just sort of emerging right now. Like, mmm? <laughs> Opera glasses listen. on. Yeah. I'm I'm here for it. I listen, and enemies to lovers love like I'll I'll buy in every time. Trope, yes, sign me up. <laughs> oh no, I'm always I'm always down for one character in the couple is cool and like doesn't say a lot, <laughs> and then the other one's like peppy, happy, happy fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's also a very good one. Uh, yes, sort of excellent. A, Give it to me. <laughs> kind of. It's also kind of the Mario and Luigi thing where you have, like, short no, guy but... and then a taller guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, for the record, let the record show that I, Kara, do not ship Mario Luigi. I just... <laughs> I need it to be out there in the Nor world. Nor do I. But, like, there's something aesthetically sure. pleasing about small round versus thin tall. You know what? There is something aesthetically pleasing about that. I feel like that's such a common, like, character duo for, like, shows and, like, stuff. Yeah. You know, those things that you watch. <laughs> you know. uh, and then, oh, uh, man. I think we cut to Hong Kyol and Yuju. Yes, that's right. We kind of have this cool, like, everyone needs to, like, talk to Hangul and be like, let me clear the air because you kind of blew up on me without knowing what actually happened. Yeah, um, it feels like a little bit of a detective novel because he's kind of just, like, going around to all these people and, like, getting the facts about the yeah. situation and their testimony. So he goes to Yuju's place and once again we see more evidence of Yuju like preparing to like truly leave the country. Like all of the stuff in her house has like little tarps over it and like she's all packed up and stuff. And Hangil is kind of like, whoa, like it's your, your house is a little like, you, what, like you leaving? And she's yeah. like, haha, yeah. Anyway, um, so about Unchan, <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was, I, I almost wanted to go back and like watch, but I'm like, she... She really didn't tell Hangyo shit, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, she was just kind of like, bye, and she <laughs> she was ready to blast off. Oh, God, this is such a good scene, though. Mm. Because Yuju, it's, it's so rare, I think, to have characters just kind of, like, articulate what they think they are in shows. Mm. And, like, that's a very unreliable narrator situation whenever somebody tells you, like, I'm this way or I'm that way. And then Yuju starts talking about, well, you know, in my relationship, which I think I either found out or just remembered this episode, is ten years long with Hansung, a decade. She says, well, I'm always the one who learns and hopes and does what she wants. And Hansung receives, takes in, and takes care of things. Mm. And I was like, I understand what she's saying about herself, but I didn't understand what she meant about Han Sung. Like, is he just kind of complicit in, like, accepting what's happening to him? Yeah, it felt... The way that she said it felt kind of vague to me, too. Because part of me immediately kind of interprets that as, like, yeah, that kind of, like, accepting. Like, he just kind of, like, takes what happens. But at the same time... 
I wonder if it was like more in the way of like she. I don't know. I. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I think it kind of makes sense with what happens where Hansung hesitates to say anything. Yeah. He doesn't say don't go. And I yeah. think that that's sort of deriving. That's what she's deriving from when she's like, he just kind of accepts whatever happens. Like, he's not willing to fight for me or mm. something to that effect. But I can't say for sure. Yeah. I think I think that along with that example, that would make a lot of sense to me. She also, like, uh, this is, like, eh, this kind of, like, affected me. Not, like, in an emotional, like, I'm watching TV way. But, like, this mm-hmm. this kind of, like, struck me because she's talking about... She calls herself stupid and that her heart never listens. And they talk about how, like, well, you know, Hansung was never worried about Hangyul. Like, yeah. Hangyul's been there, like, the whole time since they were childhood friends. And, like, Yuju is aware of his feelings. And there's no way that Hansung, like couldn't also be and the way they sort of spin the framing this episode makes you see that like Hansung trusted both of these people like not to do anything or like not to betray his trust he trusted them like yeah. completely and I think that goes back to him like just sort of accepting things and being kind of like not easygoing but like I, I don't know guileless would I say he he yeah he just trusted them, and Hansung kind of calls him, or Hung Yul kind of calls himself out by being like, "Like I couldn't handle that," like, and he's absolutely yeah. right because he could not handle that at all. With uh... well, that's true because when they bring it up, Yuju kind of turns it around on him and is like, "Well, if that's so true, then why couldn't you trust Unchen?" And he's like, "Oh, damn." Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I don't know. And <laughs> it's like, I guess, I guess I'd suck. <laughs> and Hangul goes on to say, like, that's why he waited. He waited, like, two years or however long it was for you to come back because, like, he just kind of trusted that, like, yeah, you did love him. Mm-hmm. And, God, I almost wish we hadn't leaned so hard onto, like, the Hansung hate train because we've been full steam ahead since episode two, like, for sure. And yeah. I don't want to pump the brakes on it, but I, I I learned some things in episode that like make me not only question his choices more, but also make him more sympathetic as a character, more of a human being, less of a villain. <laughs> Hansung is definitely a character who, when we are introduced to him and when we first see like how he acts and just like the things that he does and the the things that he chooses to say and do we're not often given his perspective and why he might have chosen to have done that we're kind of just shown this person at face value and mm. i think like i mean i won't lie because like the hansung hit train is also kind of fun <laughs> oh no yeah choo choo like, motherfucker it's, <laughs> It's definitely enjoyable to find a character that you can just, like, pour just mad, like, dude, screw this guy. Like, everything he does, bad. I hate this guy. Um, but at the same time, it was really easy for him to become that to us because we don't get his perspective a lot. And in these later episodes, we start to get his perspective. We start to see what he's really thinking and, and feeling and, like, what the reasons behind his actions are and just like that that more context and more background that 
make us understand him more as a person and less as this like face value character who just does stupid stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, which honestly, I think is really interesting to see because as much you know fun as it is to get to know a character kind of like right from the get go and see them as a person, there's something really. I want to say fun, but I don't know if that's the right like word to describe the feeling that I'm I'm thinking of right now. But there's there's something fun in having a character that in the beginning you're kind of like, what is this dude? And then you only get to find out more about him later. Because now, like you said, we're kind of like looking back on those feelings and being like, man, we didn't we didn't know. But like, yeah, this dude's I, got he's got feelings. I was the fool who believed <laughs> I what was, I saw. <laughs> I was the fool. I called him Hans. Stupid, and I, I said that he was 80 years old. <laughs> Hangul says, like, having someone next to your loved one feels dirty. And, like, oh boy, that's such a such a great articulation of that feeling. Yeah. Like, just, like, being in a relationship with somebody and, like, seeing somebody who's, like, kind of just waiting in the wings for you to fuck up so they can, like, swoop oh, in. God. Oh, Ooh-wee. God. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Yikes. And he he, he kind of concludes with like the most badass shit ever because Hangul looks at Yuju, this person who's been like his bad habit for years, and mm-hmm. who he like is realizing that he's kind of intruded on the relationship between her and his cousin. And he says, mm-hmm. "If you hurt him again, I think I'll hate you." And I'm like, yeah. "Yes, dude." Damn, yo, <laughs> that's that's so cool because yeah. like you see that he's grown past that like crushy crushy feeling and he's like listen this person trusted me and like he's also my cousin like family family matters and he's my bro you know like we bro out we drink wine together we we i go over to his completely dark house and punch (laughs) him in the face (laughs) you know that like just like cool bro things And then we cut to Eun-chan crying in the bathroom and Eun-sei like looking through the fogged window being like, I need to pee. Stop crying in the bathroom. And yeah. she, <laughs> she like goes to complain to mom and mom is like, if Eun-chan needs to cry in the bathroom, then she needs to cry in the bathroom. All right. Leave her alone. Go, go buy, go take money and go buy me things. I don't but listen. My daughter is sad. Okay. <laughs> Unsei is such a fairy tale monster. Like she's mm. something that like parents would scare their children with. And it, <laughs> like the antidote to her is money. Like you just give her some ching and she just like runs <laughs> off to like not be bothering you anymore. She's like I'm fine now. <laughs> yeah, she's like the troll who lives under a bridge. Like you just got to pay that going. toll so you can go about the rest of your day unfettered. <laughs> oh man. And then we get the best like the s s sadness montage. <laughs> it's got TV tissue cry. sleeping issues. <laughs> yeah, no, we get these cool cuts between every, like, Unchen and uh, Hot Girl just being real sad. And I'm like, wow, look at both of you being so sad. What if you just stopped? And yeah, like, yeah. Mwah, mwah, mwah. And we just... Chilled at, out. At any point, y'all could, like, just make out, and this would be like, oh, yeah, not a big deal. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. This is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, like, maybe they're not saying it, but, like, maybe Hangul just kind of, like, mentally prepared himself to be gay. And now he's trying to, like, walk that back. And that's the only reason he needs time, is he was just really prepared for that. Oh. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, they I'm they do talk a lot about how like he, you know, went through this whole thought process and he was like, dude, yeah, like cuz he he did. He did like go kind of through the motions of being like, am I gay? Oh no, gay. I'm not gay. Oh. All right. Well, I love this person, so I guess that means I I'm gay and like he accepted it and then she was like psych and he was like what (laughs) now we're here he did like the whole royal rumble like he got in the ring and then like all of his his fears and anxieties and doubts came in one after the other and he had to like throw them out and then when they were all cleared like the prize at the end of the rainbow was just like ah you didn't need to do this it's (laughs) surprise you didn't like they didn't exist the whole time you You were fighting nothing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) good day sir you lose (laughs) oh no Oh man. Ugh. Oh. Then so, we cut yeah. to my least favorite thing ever. Ooh. Oh yeah. We love it. We oh dude. Love it. Like uh, there's no setup that I can imagine that's like worse than this. Like you you sh- uh, your ex is your ride to the airport when you're leaving. She- him? Literally, Yuju like it it cuts to Hansung like being out by his car. And then we see Yuju walking with a suitcase. And one like, suitcase. <laughs> yeah, just just one. You know, that's all she needs. And my initial thought, and I'm sure my initial thought when I watched this for the first time was like, oh, he's here again to be like, like last shot, like don't go. I know that you're like taxis on the way, whatever. Like I'm here, I'm here one more time, being like, please don't. But then she gets in the car and <laughs> <laughs> they start driving, and I'm He's like, oh. like slamming doors too. Like this is the most most red flag it's ever been. It's like, so uncomfortable. And then to make it worse, as they're driving, it can't even be like a this is the last thing. Like you know, I see you before you go. No, 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 no. They're on their way, and Hansung has to be like, you know, I don't want you to go. Like, what if you what if you don't go? And God. you do is like. I am not doing this. Let me out of the car. And she gets out. Like, he pulls over, she gets out, and then it's, like, it's real sad because, like, Hansung is like, you do, don't go. And he's, like, yelling after her, like, don't go, don't go. And she's like, bitch, bye. (laughs) We get, like, again, more context for, like, whatever was going on with Yuju and DK before. Yeah. Because Hansung is like, you dated him for a year while we were together. The day before we broke up, you were with him when you said you were at work. And you told me, well, if you don't trust me, what are you going to do about it? And I did nothing. And I'm like, oh, my God. I know. I was like, uh, oh. That was. Oh. <laughs> I was out for a second. And I kind of hate to say it. I was like, man, fuck you, Chu. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, they, like, it's, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) it's not good. Dude, a year? A whole year. And then to tell somebody, well, you know, if you don't trust me, what are you going to do about it? Like, you have to break up with me if you know that I'm cheating on you. And then he goes, well, you know what? You're right. I should trust you. And she knows that she shouldn't, he should not have trusted her. Oh, God. And then, like, she she starts firing back at him instead of addressing anything that he said, which is always a great sign in an argument. Yeah, she just, just like, kinda... starts 
Yeah, she just like starts calling him a cradle robber. <laughs> She's literally like, wow, Unchan was young and innocent, and whatever. Is that why you liked her so much? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, damn, all right, hold on. <laughs> yeah, she keeps being like, yeah, you know, you would sleep with me and then check your phone for messages with her. And I was like, man, of anything she said, like, that's the most damning. Like, that, the feeling you get from, like, reading that or hearing that said is, like, a lot. That you can, like, be intimate with somebody and then roll over and be like, I wonder if my cute girlfriend is texting me. (laughs) Yeah. So, this, this all, like, blows up to essentially a screaming match. As it, you know, I mean, like, that definitely felt like what was going to happen. Um, And then... (laughs) Like I said, Han Sung is, like, yelling after her, like, don't go, Yuju, don't leave. And she's just leaving. And then... They keep uh, using this, like, phrase, and I don't know if it was the same in your translation, where he's like, I was just shaken up, I was shaken up. But, like, yes. And she's like, she's like, wait, I don't see a difference between you being shaken up and you being in love with Unchan. And I was like, okay, finally, somebody said it. Like, what the fuck does shaken up mean in this context? Yeah, because he's like... I wasn't in love with her. I was just shaken up. And she's like, frankly, I don't see the difference. Like, Yeah, don't that's... obfuscate your weird emotional uh, cheating. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut to the airport. And Yuju is, like, in the airport. And she walks up and she sees DK. And they have this, like, silent conversation where DK kind of, like, looks at her and is like, hey. And Yuju stares back. And DK is like... I have coffee and muffin, and she just stares at him. And he's like, we going? And she continues to stare at him. And he's like, I'm going. And she continues to stare at him and say nothing. And then he's like, I. And then he, like, takes a bite of the muffin, gets up, takes his suitcase, throws the muffin in the trash, and leaves. And I'm like, bro, what just happened? (laughs) DK is a pimp. Like, I... (laughs) credit where credit's due like this man has the resources he knows what he wants he knows what he's about he's like the only character who's kind of not being just fucking manipulated by anybody like he's he's obviously been like fucked with by yuju the last couple episodes and like been used unfairly but he immediately recognizes it and is like i don't you know i don't need this i'm dk i can go be in smash i can like go have a mario party can drive my go-karts i don't need this he's like yeah i could just like go to new york and like I'm rich, dude. Like, so whatever. He looks like a Backstreet Boy. He's got, like, this big, big white coat. Oh, God, he does. <laughs> and he takes a big bite of that banana nut muffin. And then <laughs> he just uh, throws it away. And I was kind of like, okay, like, come on, eat the muffin. Like, I don't know if this is symbolism or whatever, but, like, dude, you paid for that muffin. Like, eat it. It felt symbolic. Maybe just yeah. of how rich he is, that he's like, I only wanted one bite, and then he just dashes it. There he go. <laughs> so then we cut to, so Han Sung is, you know, after Yuju left, he gets back in his car, and he's kind of, like, driving after While crying. Him. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> driving and crying, and it's very dangerous. But then he gets to the airport, and he runs up, and he's in the same spot that Yuju had been in before. He looks up, he sees, like, the big screen with all the flight information, and he says, or he sees that... The flight for Yuju is having, like, final call right now, and he doesn't see her anywhere, and he's like, damn, she left. She really left. And he's, like, sad. Oh, when they, when they like, showed Whoa. him running, I had, like, this brilliant vision 
where he's just like running full speed and i was like what if instead of like running to yuju he just like shows up next to unchan and he's just completely switched gears like he's given up on yuju and he's like now i'm gonna get back with other girlfriends yeah he's like dude screw it i'm just gonna like she's sad right now maybe i can get in on that rebound (laughs) oh yeah i did not put it past him i always have that lingering mistrust yeah, no, no matter how much we learn about Hansung, we'll always hate him. Also, he's just like, he's like sitting outside her apartment and there's a song that's been playing like in the back of this whole like romantic, like run to the airport scene, go get yeah. her Hansung. And the song, like as he's just standing there, like I was kind of half paying attention to it and it's like, kill myself. And I was like, wait, what? And I rewound it, and the song in English says kill myself at one point. Yeah, <laughs> I too heard, have heard that in, in rewatchings of past. And you know, happens. <laughs> God. <laughs> I've never actually looked up the official like lyrics or like the soundtrack to see if it really does or if it just sounds like that or whatever. But I mean, it it sounds pretty strongly like it. And then I'm pretty sure right after that line in the song, the singer goes, I'm just saying. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's such a great, like, jerk you out of your, like, sad watching TV when you're like, wait, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Hold up a minute. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So then we cut back to uh, Unchan's house, and Unchan has been working hard to get these feelings ignored. She has peeled all kinds of chestnuts. She's sewing all these eyes on these dolls. Unsei is kind of like, yo, we gonna be rich with how much you're doing. Um, and then Unsei is like, listen, you're sad. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah, she tells I was her like, like, you know what? Oh, That's you're, real. You're staying up too late. You're not eating. You're not taking care of yourself. Just like every other girl who's ever been broken up with. Like... <laughs> She very much has, like, this attitude of, like, this is normal. Go take care of yourself, girl. She's like, just go to bed. Just go sleep. I don't know. Just, it's fine. She's even having to, like, feed her food, which is, like, you know Unchan's sad when she's not gorging herself. I, yeah, but I mean, Unchan is also gorging herself because Mm. guess where we cut to next is Unchan sitting outside of a convenience store with... Tons of food in front of her. Just a second, because I I had like a little nerd moment when Mm -hmm. they showed the dolls. I was like, oh, that looks kind of familiar. And then I realized that they're Sergeant Frog dolls. Uh, She's Ah. sewing up a bunch of Tamamas. And I was like, oh, that's that's so cute that like they had her working on like a licensed property doll. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's totally possible that means that there's like a sponsorship, but I don't know. We're going to find the evidence of corruption. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I I mean, probably just because Coffee Prince is an older drama, so it, it was not as, like, rampant in the genre. But, like, oh, yeah, we'll we'll see all kinds of product placement in the future. I'll tell Ooh, you word. what. It's so good. It's so obvious. It's so dumb. And I love it. <laughs> I, I mean, I hate wait. it because, like, <laughs> capitalism, bleh. But also, it's just so funny. Oh. Uh, it's, so like, it's it's so interesting because sometimes they really try and immerse you and keep you in it. Like, they really give you a reason for this product placement. Like, they're like, you were 
you know, you, you really need this drink because you just ran here and you're dehydrated. But then they just have this, like, beauty shot on the project or on the product and they're, like, showing the title and the person, like, drinks it and it's like, wow, this really works. And you're like, what is going on? <laughs> Can we get back? <laughs> it's like the Truman Show. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll get to it later. For now, uh, Unchan's just sewing some dolls that just so happen to be licensed. <laughs> Gosh. So you're right. We cut to Unchan with four bags of chips split open and like two yes. tubs of ice cream. She is munching. And then I had an actual fucking heart attack because Hansung pulls up very quickly, gets out of his car, and just starts walking <laughs> over. And I was like, oh no, this looks like a kidnapping scene. Like in any <laughs> other movie... He would just pick her up and be like, yoink, and like, run out of there. Oh my god. And he's like, sad. Like, I get that the actor is like, oh, I'm upset, and I'm sad. But he looks angry, and he's yeah. just really striding over behind her, and I'm like, look behind you, Unchan. <laughs> uh, but little do you know it, he actually just like, sits down, and they have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. And it, Hansung is like, listen, Unchan, don't worry. I read the script. It's fine. He likes you, okay? I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And in return, he gets Santa zoned, which is... I also wrote down he gets Santa zoned. <laughs> Heck, yeah. I wish we could high five. <laughs> oh, my God. Unchan is like, you're like Santa for me. And he's like, I'm glad I can be Santa for you. <laughs> He's like, cool, that's fine, I guess, whatever. Ha ha ho ho ho. Ho ha ha ho. Oh my god. This scene I wrote, they both have the energy of like, man, we suck. And I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone, in this whole episode, everyone just kind of has like upset spaghetti energy the whole mm. time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well. Oh. <laughs> uh. And then, yeah, they, they talk, and Hansung is like, it's gonna be okay. Just, like, have faith and wait. Yeah, that's what and I'm saying. He's like, listen, I read the script, okay? It's gonna be fine. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> He's like, look, I skipped four pages ahead. It's great. It's gonna be fine. He's like, you guys will be fine. It'll be great. Just don't worry about it. Uh, Gosh. So then we cut back to Coffee Prince, and we are still understaffed. Like, we, we really need some help. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Havrim tries to, like, broach the subject of Unchan with Hangyul and kind of gets, like, a look. Yeah. And then Sungi says, It is unfair that 60% of the princes <laughs> are doing 100% of the work. <laughs> and he tells him to hire new employees. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was Bernie Sanders, by the way. You know, it's a good impression when I have to be like, you guys know what that was, right? You guys, you guys know what I just... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good, good. Uh, so then CB rolls up, and he's like, Hey, boss. Um, so, like, I just, like, Unchan is really sad, and she's also really poor, and I think that you should just, like, let her work here, because, like, uh, I've been texting Unsei, and Unsei says she's sad, and and I think that you guys should just not be sad anymore. And Hankil is like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's such a warrior poet about this. He's like, let it go. And Hangul's kind of like, what? And he's like, just, dude, like, drop it. Like, let it go. Like, you're holding onto it. Relax your grip. <laughs> and then Hangul is kind of like, listen, yo, like, 
I, I got feelings too. And Waffle Boy kind of cuts in with the like, listen, I know that you guys are playing like the we're both sad and my life is hard game, but Unchan kind of beats you by like a large margin in the my life is harder game. So like, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it's fair <laughs> to <laughs> pretend that you're on equal standpoints. All right. Oh yeah. He's like counting on his painted fingernails. He's like, look, one, her life is way harder. Two, she's younger than you, so you're not only her boss, you're her senior, and also you should have more experience, you big crybaby. <laughs> and you confirm that she was right to think that this exact situation would happen. The reason she didn't do it is because she thought it would end up like this, and you proved her right. Ooh. So then... Hangul is like, mm, yeah, screw this. And he, he's got to go and talk to Hansung again, except it's way later in the day. So maybe after like a cool day of hard work, <laughs> then he goes <laughs> and talks to Hansung. But he rolls up and once again, Hansung has like zero lights on in his house. And Oh yeah. I was kind of hoping that Hangul was just here to punch him again, but that was not the case. <laughs> that is not what happened. And Hansung is like, what are you here? Hansung is also like, what? Are you here to, like, punch me? Like, what? what? <laughs> and Gil kind of surprises us all by being like, actually, I'm here for you to punch me. And he, after, you know, getting out a couple of jabs, because he's got it, he can't just jump right in on the apology. He's like, listen, like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have, like, I shouldn't have punched you, and I shouldn't have lashed out, and I shouldn't have done this, this, and this. So, like, if you want to punch me, like, it's all cool, bro. I'll understand. Here's my cheek. You want to give it a smack? Mm -hmm. Gosh. Uh, there's a bit of, like, a cool parallel thing here mm -hmm. where Hansung also mentions of being like, look, I, like, I trusted you with uh, Yuju, so why don't you trust me with Unchan, basically? Mm. And then he even says, uh, Hangul to Hansung says, hey, she'll be back. Like, all you have to do is wait. I've looked at the script. Like, <laughs> it's a very direct parallel to what Hansung said to Unchan. Yeah. So then we kind of see Hansung call DK. And yeah. we know it's DK because he says, <laughs> and then <laughs> the subtitles let you know. That yeah. he's saying, I didn't want to be the one to tell you. And I'm like, oh, is that all we're going to hear? Is that all we're going to hear? And then we get, like, a nice shot of Hansung, like, driving while DK's voiceover is playing, being like, oh, yeah, she did not come to New York with me. And then, like, yeah. he goes to her apartment, I think, and, like, sees that, like, she's not there either. So it's like, where in the world is Yuju? Where is Yuju? Ugh, man. So then we cut to um, the boys of Coffee Prince are coming home from a hard day at work and Waffle Boy and Harim both walk into Mr. Hong's house because they're all rooming together still. I kind of keep forgetting that and then they yeah, show up Yeah, this was again. like a nice reminder. And I'm like, that's right. We got a little roomy situation. So they go in and Mr. Hong is like on the floor surrounded by snacks, just like facing the wall. And he's, he's just got, like... <laughs> he's got his leg up on the window straight up airing his balls out. Like, he is comfy. <laughs> oh, God. And Harim comes in and he's like, hey, Mr. Hong, like, uh, do you want to maybe, like, come back to Coffee Prince? Like, gosh, you're so great and everyone misses your coffee. Like, come on, man. I... And then... While, while Mr. he's Hong... saying this, he's rubbing 
the upper, upper thigh of Mr. Hong's raised leg. He's just giving he's, him a little thigh massage. <laughs> just kind of, just back and forth motion on that, that thigh meat. He's giving his thigh a little jiggle, you know, just a little, <laughs> just a little, he go. He's like, please come back to work. <laughs> and Mr. Hong, like, isn't moving or saying anything. So Harim kind of, like, assumes, oh, like, maybe he's, he's tired or he's sad or something or, like, whatever. And he's like, hey, come on. And then Mr. Hong just, like, breaks out laughing. And Harim is like, what? And kind of, like, looks over him and he sees that Mr. Hong is just, like, reading manga, just kind of, like, chilling. (laughs) Yeah. He's, like, laughing. He's like, bring me ramen. And I'm like... (laughs) Man, he's He's, living it up with no job. He's living the life. (laughs) He's like, I should have quit my job sooner. (laughs) And the next sequence is, like, real important. Because... Mm. What happens is, the motivation of the characters in the scene, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Hong has enjoyed his lazy day. Uh, Harim thought he was maybe mad and was trying to console him. Harim feels upset that he's just been like laughing, reading manga, and making demands. So he puts his two fingers together, and he pushes them into the butt of Mr. Hong, which makes a series of fart noise sound effects start to play. And Mr. Hong uh, grab his ass and go, oh, da-dong chim, which uh, my sub said, and I quote, where you poke someone's butt with the fingers, comma, supposed to hurt. And (laughs) I had a cool moment because I was like, oh, they do this in Japan, but it's called concho. (laughs) And it's just something like school children do to each other if you're going up the stairs and behind your friend. (laughs) <laughs> you get him right in the butt. You're like, ah, g-g-g. and I was like, oh, these 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 kids are gonna be all right. These these are some nice kids. <laughs> these are some nice kids, and they're gonna be just fine. Everything's gonna be fine. We paid for fart sound effects. It's gonna be a good show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh wow. Um. So then we cut to like something else that's happening in this show. Yeah, like, you know, whatever. it's just. It's just Han like sitting the... outside the house of a woman he sexually assaulted in the workplace. Oh my god. <laughs> I so, couldn't get over the optics of that, of him just kind of stalking a little, like... Mm. He is... He's sitting outside of her apartment in his car, and I kind of, like, had to do, like, a little bit of a double take, but I was like, but what? He's here? Like, he's not avoiding it anymore? So he's kind of, like, sitting there, and he's, like, staring up at, you know, the the little window screen door for their room that leads out to the little balcony, because, you know, that's been, like, a thing. Yeah, And he's, like, looking, and he's kind of, like, and he, like, lets out a a nice little, like, moody sigh. He's, like, and then he, like, throws it into reverse, and he starts backing up. And then for a second, he stops, and he's, like, "Mm -hmm." and he's, like, nah, and he continues to back out. And as... He's, like, going to back out. Unsei, like, rounds the corner, and she's kind of, like, walking past, and then she does a double take, and she's like, but what? And she sees Hangul, and she's immediately like, Unchan, he's here! You need to come outside! (laughs) And we're like, oh, oh, oh. But then he drives away. But then, but then, but then, but then, we cut, and guess where Unchan is? Hmm. Uh, Coffee Prince. No, that was a really good try. Try. Try again. Oh god, not Han Sung's house. No, no, this is not. A <laughs> She's Han in New house. York with DK. <laughs> That's right. Unchan has decided. Screw it. She's thrown all her plans to the wind, and she's made her way to New York. And she's just living with DK. They like met, and they had like a cool moment where he was like, 
hey, I'm uh, rich and I just kind of want to chill out. And she was like, cool, I, I like friends. And yeah, she's so it's, real it's strong. Like a cool He's going to get her into Smash. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah. Um, no, actually, she's uh, she's in front of Han Gil's apartment. She's that waiting for him. Guess. Oh, yeah. I, 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 dude, I bet <laughs> And so she's like kind of sitting there being like, man, he's not, whatever. So she decides to leave and she's got her bike. And before she stopped uh, at his place, she must have picked up another pound of chestnuts to peel. But, oh, no, gosh, oh, geez, her bag of chestnuts have a little hole in it. And the chestnuts are weaking. And they're falling on the ground. I she... lost it at this scene. Oh, uh, yeah? I, in a positive I, or negative way? In a very positive way. Very, I'm glad. I love this scene. <laughs> I've, I felt like I took an L from the first episode because I was like, oh, you know, they're putting a lot of emphasis on these chestnuts. Like, I wonder if that'll come back with, like, the whole coffee thing. And, like, in the back of my mind, even though I know nobody cares, I've quietly been like, oh, man, I made this prediction. I was so adamant about it, and we're so far away from it now. Like, it's never going to come back. And then once these chestnuts started leaking on the ground, like, full-on Hansel and Gretel style, I wrote, yes, yes, glorious reincorporation. (laughs) I called it. (laughs) You did. Oh, my gosh, Jaren, this might just be your very first prediction to come true. (laughs) Oh, you're probably right. We have to celebrate. No, it's exciting. Oh my god. Somebody ring the bell. Yeah, go go ring the go ring the I did it bell. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Unchan is walking away and she doesn't notice this giant trail of chestnuts that she's leaving for like to herself. Noisy uh, chestnuts too. Yeah, they're like clacking on the ground and she's just too too upsetty to even think about that spaghetti. <laughs> you, you like that, huh? <laughs> I did. I really liked it. <laughs> uh, uh, so then Hansung, or not Hansung, God, no, not Hansung, Hankyo oh. shows up. <laughs> and he sees all these chestnuts on the ground and he immediately knows what's going on. And he kind of like smiles to himself and he's like, Pfft. and so he starts following them. Um, and then we cut back to Unchan who is a well ways away, but has finally realized that these chestnuts are, like, falling. And she's like, oh, no, oh, gosh, oh, geez, oh, no. And she starts, like, picking them up and putting them in her shirt. Yeah. Like, the classic, like, big shirt pocket. And she's, like, talking to herself as she, as they're both picking up these nuts off the street. She's like, come on, Unchan, you gotta move on. You gotta get ready to live Unchan's life and not be so worried and, like, let Hangul live his life. Oh, yeah, she's like, Unchan's gotta be Unchan, Hangyul's gotta be Hangyul, that's just the way it's gotta be. And meanwhile, we're cutting back to Hangyul, who's, like, also picking up and, like, gathering these chestnuts in his shirt, and he's kind of being like, oh, she's so silly, so, so clumsy, oh, oh Hang He's such a silly Billy. Oh. Such a silly, such a silly Billy, you. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have this really, really good shot of the two of them emerging from kind of like parallel little like alleyways kind of deal to pick up these chestnuts and then they meet in the middle and they're like a boy Uh? 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 and then hangyul he his he kind of just immediately is a bit of a meanie linguini towards her he he can't help but be it (laughs) 
he just starts being like, what's wrong? Like, you can't even do this job? Like, you, ah. And I'm like, dude, that's the first thing you say after, like, however long it's been since they've seen each other. <laughs> I was yeah. just so frustrated with him in that moment for, like, not, not even being normal, but just being frustrated. I mean, yeah. to be fair, I don't know. I, I didn't read it as him being frustrated. I read it as more he knowing that it had been a while and that obviously there had been this tension between them. His kind of like first idea of what to do when he actually had to talk to her wasn't to like, like in, instead of like standing there and feeling like he didn't want to feel awkward in that moment. So instead he kind of like reverted back to that like, older brother younger brother energy they had to be like and eh, you can't even oh you can't even pick up some freaking chestnuts yeah you will you will stinker um <laughs> and then unchan like stands up and like drops all of the chestnuts that she had in her yeah. shirt and i was like no the chestnuts and hangyeol is just like he's beaming he's he's big smile he is loving this moment. Gosh. Oh, man. So it's... then they decide to relocate. <laughs> yeah, they go to the park, and he he sort of continues, like, that older brother teasing energy with a guilt trip. He's kind of like, hey, uh, you don't even feel bad about everybody at the store who has to, like, work so flippin' hard right now? Yeah, he's like, it's not, it's not, it's not about me. It's about the cafe. Like, it's, it's, the cafe is the one that needs you, and, and and he starts off with that. That's that's what he kind of does first. Yeah. But then he decides, eh, screw it, and he's like, I thought to myself whether or not I could live without you, and I don't think like he he took Mister Hong's kind of words and he mulled them over and he made the choice that yeah he doesn't think that he can live with out Unchan in his life. Those are very like, sweet words. Unfortunately, yeah. they were kind of preceded by the buildup where he goes, I'm mad, I hate you, I don't understand you, but I don't think I could live without you. Mm. I mean, to be fair, at least he wasn't being like, eh, I'm over it, like, I'm good now. Like, he was kind of reveling in that, like, I'm still upset and I'm still hurt. Yes. And, like, that's not going to go away instantly. But I do recognize that when I weigh those feelings together, the feeling that I have that I want you in my life is stronger, which is why I'm here now, kind of. I think there's even a line before or after this where Hansung says something about, like, uh, a relationship, Hansung or Hangyul does, a relationship that's 10 years long, like, it'd be weird if there weren't dents in it. Mm. And I was like, that's the perspective here. It's like, this is a dent in their relationship, finding out the gender of your partner. And <laughs> you know. <laughs> just a momentary setback. Just like a thing that happens <laughs> to all couples, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was just like, like everybody lived in like gender ambiguity? <laughs> like... Oh yeah, you have a gender reveal, but it's not till you turn 30. <laughs> Ooh. You I know, feel we, like, should do, we should do that. We should do adult gender reveal parties. I feel like that would be way... I mean, like, one, that would take away the whole, like, you get assigned this gender before you even, like, know how to walk and make words. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, one, yeah, that would probably help that out a lot. And then, two, I feel like it'd just be, like, way more fun of a party because, like, instead of, like, I don't know, like, 
being like, wow, you got me this, this, these socks that are pink for my child that is not here yet. It would be like, oh yeah, we got freaking like, I don't know. I feel like things would just be more fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, <know>? you could drink. <laughs> you could have your, 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 uh, your gender reveal cake. And you could just get blitzed and, like, fall into it. Yeah, dude, you could pop out of your own cake. And, and you're you old enough like... to tell people which color clothes you prefer. Yeah, that too. Bro, it'd be way more fun if instead of, like, the, the whole color thing being gender, you just got to kind of, like, stand up on a stage and be like, I've decided that I'm a boy some days and a girl some days, and that's just how it's gonna be. And everyone just goes, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm falling in love with this idea. <laughs> yeah, dude, screw copy prints. Like, yes. let's let's plan out for this. Stay tuned for the live broadcast of Jared and Kara's gender reveal party. Yeah, I want to kind of have now. my own gender reveal party. I want to tell, <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll schedule a venue and then we'll do them one after the other. We'll just get all of oh, our friends, yeah. like a oh my gosh, vote. yeah, we can all like stand up in a line and we can walk across the stage like we're graduating, but the paper we get says what we want our gender to be. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just says boy b o i or goil g o i l. One of them says like both. <laughs> <laughs> one of them says both with an exclamation mark, and one of them says both with a question mark. Yeah, because some people they're they're in on it, and some people are like, I don't really know what's gonna come with the day, you know. And you can get blank ones. <gasps> oh my gosh, yeah, and you can get just like a, a whiteboard in. one, so you can write Ooh. what you want it to be each day. Perfect. This is so good. Oh this my is a gosh. million dollar idea. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what's happening in coffee prints? Um, <laughs> oh, that's right. They're like they're they're sitting on a park bench in there, and I guess it's like a big important moment of the the show or whatever. <laughs> he says some cheesy shit, which yeah. is like only cry in front of me, and I'm like, okay, macho man. <laughs> it's yeah, no, it's very like I know that it's, and I mean like middle school me probably would have been like, oh my god, I'm so cute, like he's the coolest, or like whatever. But, like, at the same time, me me now, who is, like, an adult woman, <laughs> is like, mm-hmm. um, Uncle, you want to pedal the fuck back? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, whoa, so slow down. But, like, way. I get it. It's like, uh, I mean, like, I get it, but it's like, oh, whatever. Like, I get it. I get it. I still love romance content, but, like, I get it. Okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get okay. It. As long as we get it, we got it. As long as, long as we get it. Oh, man. Oh. He apologizes for intentionally hurting her. He even mm-hmm. specifically mentions, like, I'm sorry for doing that kiss. It was wrong of me. I wanted you to feel bad. And I, I don't yeah. know how I'm processing that. I've kind of just tabled it because the end of this episode <laughs> take a big turn. But <laughs> I'll deal yeah. with those feelings later. I feel like, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I there There's a big part of me that kind of, like, takes this whole situation and kind of, like, tables it and labels it as like this is a product of the genre and i mean to be fair i'm kind of desensitized to it as somebody who's engaged with a lot of media that uses these topics as like a a a part of the plot and a part of like that but at the same time i don't know i guess i guess i'm at least able to look at it as like the You know what? Actually, I don't really know what I'm able to look at it as. I think I'm going to keep it in this box over here that's like, I understand that this is something that has emerged with the genre of romantic content. And I get it. Or I don't get it. But I get it, you know? And like, I'm not happy about it. And 
I'm not accepting of it in any way, but I understand that that does not define the genre. Mm. Yeah. And I'm kind of going to like, that's where I am. <laughs> it's also just such a massive departure from like everything in the rest of the show. Yeah. I've like, I've segregated it. I've put it between two sheets of pasta and I've crimped the edges and it's just this little unholy ravioli that I'm carrying around for the rest of the show. Oh God. <laughs> I, to be fair, I, I have seen plenty of series that feature the same kind of events, but they don't have this kind of, um, like acknowledgement that it happened and that it wasn't okay because by nature of him apologizing for it, that is acknowledgement that, like, that wasn't a cool thing. And even though that doesn't, like, outweigh the fact that, like, it was a really not cool thing, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, this one-off apology of, like, hey, I'm sorry I did that. And, like, acknowledging that you had those angry feelings doesn't forgive the fact that you had them, that you acted on them in that way. Mm-hmm. But I am glad to see that acknowledgement that, like, this wasn't just, like, a thing that happens and, like, we we are kind of, like, pushing it away and pretending it didn't happen. Like, no, we acknowledge that it happened and it wasn't good. And moving forward, we're not going to do it. I, something that I've, I've started to think about since episode uh, 11 mm. is, like, if, if I had one wish for this episode, like, what would I change? Like if mm. I if I could have been in the room and been like, okay, well maybe we shouldn't do this. Yeah. I think for me for this episode it has to be the the quickness with which they go back to being comfortable because sort of immediately after this apology, uh, even before it, he touches her face and mm-hmm. I I did weighed whether or not I wanted to say anything, but like in that moment of him just kind of like wiping away her tear, I was like uncomfortable because it was just like again not unwanted but like sort of un unacknowledged like uh, physical contact in like the the last time that they basically touched face was like when he forced that kiss on her and then after the apology going to putting his head on his shoulder and i guess it's sort of uh eased or appeased by unchan going in for a kiss uh while the, his head is resting on her shoulder and yeah, she seems really happy cute. about it, and he sees happy about it. And it was a very cute scene, and I almost felt like I didn't want to bring this up, and I didn't want to be, like, this weird presence, a specter at the feast for this, like, <laughs> cute scene. But it's just that would be my wish. It's just to sort of, like, maybe give some more time or more breath, or even have her, like, acknowledge or say something about the incident would have put yeah. my mind a little more at ease to maybe enjoy this reunion a bit more. Yeah. <sighs> now that I've excised that demon. Uh, <laughs> it was really cute, though. <laughs> it was cute. I even wrote in my notes, I'm like, she gives him a little smeck. Like, S-M-E-C-K. A little, a little smeck. <laughs> a little smeck. Yeah. I, I think it's good to acknowledge... Like, I, I've got, this is kind of, like, what my big speech uh, at the end of episode 11, kind of, like, uh, and, and my, like, um, spark notes on it that I did in this episode. I think it's good to acknowledge those feelings and to kind of be like, yeah, like, this is a thing. Because you should never ignore it. But at the same time, I don't think there's anything wrong with still reveling in the, like, the cute scenes and the kind of, like, the fluff that you are here to see, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm 
here for a little head on the shoulder and I'm here for a little smack. Like, like that, that's what I signed up for. And I also signed up to cry. So like. <laughs> uh, now for something completely different. Uh, back at home, Unsei is watching the movie Fifth Element starring Bruce Willis. Oh, a little movie ID. I just have, I don't know if it's because I'm used to like movies that take place in alternate universes or mm-hmm. shows that do that. But whenever I see Shrek or Fifth Element in Coffee Prince, <laughs> my first thought is, oh my god, like, Bruce Willis exists in the Coffee Prince universe, and it's like, of course he does, they live on Earth, and I need to stop forgetting that. <laughs> I mean, like, sometimes it's like a little alternate universe kind of deal, a little AU, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, they live, like, kind of in our universe, which is like, oh yeah. <laughs> god, it's, it, Fifth Element is a great movie, by the way, but actually a, a pretty good rom-com as well. Mm. Uh, I I feel like in the list of uh, movies that are in uh, Coffee Prince, it definitely lands hard second. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh. So, yeah, Unsei is sitting there, and she's like, hey, if Unchan marries Hangyul, doesn't that mean we'll be rich? And her mom is like, can you, like, not do this? And Unsei is like, no, 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 no. He's going to, like, buy us a house, and, like, he's going to have all this money, and we're going to have that money, because they're going to be married, and, like, listen, listen, and it's just, like, she really is a money gremlin, because it's, like, all that she cares about. She's, like, she's also just wearing, like, a really cute romper, like, Mm. years before the romper craze that started uh, fairly recently. And I was like, look at this, like, trendsetter over here, just, like, plotting, watching Fifth Element, eating walnuts with a spoon. Yeah, you know, things you do. <laughs> Goals. <laughs> Goals. Oh, uh. man. So then, after that little little detour, we cut back to Coffee Prince, and uh, Harim, like, rolls up, and he sees Unchan there, like, in her uniform, working. And he's like, um... Is this allowed? <laughs> He's like, um, excuse me, what is going on? And they're they're all just kind of like working. And Mr. Hong is back, and then um Hong Yul shows up, and at first Unchan and Hong Yul like don't really talk to each other, and it's like there's this silence between them. And the three other boys, CB and Sungi and Harim, are all like watching them being like, uh. And then at first they're like, <laughs> Oh man, they didn't even like they didn't even talk. Like what the hecky Becky? Like come ah, uh, like ah, uh, do you think that they're still mad at each other? Like blah, 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 blah. But then but then uh... That's right. We've got uh, the title of this episode oh, comes really? from this scene. Yeah, oh. where they're all going off because uh it's it, they they sort of harmonize and it sounds really interesting. I called it the Opa Philharmonic. Wow. Look at you. Oh my gosh, you're even putting in those new vocab words. Look at you. I've kind of been sprinkling them in a little bit. Sprinkling uh, them in. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, so then um, they're like, Hangul and Unchan are kind of like looking at each other, being like, mm-mm. And then they're, all the three boys are like, did, did something happen? And Unchan kind of like, smiles a little and like nods and the three of them are like oh my god 
blood. Like, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. It's like air horns are going off. Like, they are losing it. They are, they like, are immediately swarming her, being like, give I've us the deets. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, like, they're like, oh, dude, like, give, give us your phone. We'll text him. We're going to text him some cute shit. Oh, my gosh. And they gosh, start going back so and forth. It's so cute. Harim is like, Opa, I love you. Signed, your Chan. And then CB is like, Opa, let's have sweet and sour chicken together. <laughs> and then Sungi is like, Opa, choke me out. And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And Chan is like, guys, no. And Harim is like, I'll do it from my phone. And then she's like, no, no, no. And then she goes, do it from mine. And they're all like, they're like oh! <laughs> They are like going ape shit with this. They took this and they're running with it. They're having, they're like, it's the mood in this cafe did like a 180 and then it did like five more 180s and then it did a final <laughs> one to leave it at the odd 180 because it is completely flipped. Oh yeah, it did a 900 like with a kickflip for sure. Wow, I'm imp- like, oh gosh, we we got there. <laughs> We got there. And then we get like these, it's it's the catharsis we needed. Because then yes. we have them three stooges leaning to spy on Hangyul, getting the message that they sent. Oh my god. And they're like waiting for a real long time. They're like, he's not smiling. What's wrong with him? Is he a robot? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> oh no. And then Sungi's like, wait for it. <laughs> wait for it. And then we cut to Hangyul's perspective reading the cute message that has a little heart emoji. And he smiles, and they all lose it again. And then they're, they're like, all like, and then Hangul looks over at them, and they they vanish. And it's so good. Oh my gosh! Really quick, I actually forgot to say one of my favorite parts of this episode that happened. Um, so when Hangul walks up to the cafe, he walks by and he sees Unchan's scooter, and he looks at it, and he sees the helmet sitting on the scooter handlebar, and he just kind of like yanks his hand up and gives it a little <laughs> whap. I also little, wrote like, that down. Visor falls down. <laughs> because they blur out the branding on the, the thing, but you can't see it when the visor's up. So oh. like they smack it down and then there's just this obvious blurring and I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, so they rush downstairs and Unchan's mm. like looking up after them like, what's going on? And then she tries to play it cool at the bottom of the stairs while they're rushing down. They're like, he smiled. And it's like, oh, it's so cute. Oh my gosh, yeah. I was looking at the three of them and I was like, okay, everyone tag yourself. Like, who are you? Are you Sungi who like knows what's going on? Are you? I was like, I'm I'm strong CB because I'm just excited. I'm giddy. <laughs> I'm in it. <laughs> I might be the biggest CB fan. I don't okay. think that I even like him less than the mains. I feel That's like fair. I'm here for him. If you're tagging yourself as CB, then I'll tag myself as Harim because Harim is also like really giddy. <laughs> oh, we can double tag. I do not mind. Oh sharing. my God, we're both CB. Oh my God. I think if we both stood on each other's shoulders, we might be able to see eye to eye with CB. Yeah, I think I think the two of us combined might be, at least height, height wise, we might've made it. We might yeah. need to bulk up a little and like get strong. Maybe we can take him. <laughs> I, <laughs> We can take him. <laughs> Listen, I want to meet this actor so bad so I can stand on your shoulders like the hobbit I am and look him in the eye and say, there could only be one sun in the sky. Let's fight. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. So, yeah, the the atmosphere is it's great. Everyone is having a great time. Uh, and then we cut to Waffle Boy and Harim in the bathroom. And Waffle Boy is admiring himself. Uh, Harim is admiring Oof. his dick. 
This, uh, this is so. This is a weird scene. So I'm gonna yes. postpone it by go. Let's go back just a little bit. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we can roll it back. No worries. I just, oh god, it's so weird. But they're, when they're downstairs, they're like they're like exploring the concept of now having Unchan be a girl. They're like, oh, like are you a coffee princess now? Like, does this mean we can hire more girls? And Harim's like, uh, I'll pick, I'll pick the girls, please. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll girls. And then Hangyul calls Unchan upstairs, and they all lose it a, a final time where they yeah, go, oh! they, they're literally having a field day with this. <laughs> and now we get to Harim's gross piss scene <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's kind of just like what it is harim is uh Sungi is like staring in the mirror he's putting his hair up he's he's you know checking he's making sure that he still looks hot uh and harim is peeing and he's like he's kind of i don't like i don't know how to describe um i wrote he compliments <laughs> his own stream yes <laughs> He's like, wow, look at my peas. It's so He thick. says it's thick. Why is his pea thick? Are you drinking flour? Oh, no. <laughs> it's just rank. And Sungi is like, hey, I can make this less weird. Uh, whose dick do you think Unchan liked the best? Yeah, that that was like a... I mean, we're we're entering, I guess, this kind of like realization that they're having that's like, oh, like this whole time that... Because I, I, I guess they never really thought about the fact that, like, the whole time she was around them, she had been a girl. And so they're like, oh, my God, she saw our dicks. Oh, my God, she, like, and Sungi, for some reasons, thinks that the correct course of action is to ask, whose dick do you think she likes the best? And I'm like, Sungi, let's not do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, like, the weirdest bit of, like, locker room talk, I guess you could say. I feel uh, like, to me, it reads as him, like, trying to get a, a rise out of Harim, because mm. he kind of, like, says it with this expression that's like, oh, ha, ha, and Harim's immediate reaction is to be like, why would you say that? Oh, my God. <laughs> and so I'm like, <laughs> I guess I can, like, I don't know, maybe, like, oh, he just wanted to, like, you know, mess with him. But also, it was just so weird. <laughs> it was so yeah. weird. It, it, it's I like it as a device within an episode because it's it's mixing up the the emotions and the pace because we went from like this really long like pretty much a downward spiral yeah. to like we've pulled up the plane is the plane is looking all right everything's cute again yes. we just need to throw some weirdness in there so that you kind of forget that everything before right now has happened yeah we have to like uh you know level out the 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 oxygen levels <laughs> right oh, yeah. <laughs> And then we cut to uh, Unchan and Hangul doing a delivery. Yeah, so Han Hangul is like, "Come do a delivery," and they're like, "Are this earlier earlier on when they were sitting?" Hangul had been like, "I need you to do a delivery," and the the three boys had been like, "Who is it, Harim?" And then he was like, "No, Unchan," and they were all like, "Buh." So now we're at that delivery, uh, and. We, we don't really see, like, or Hangul goes into this little cafe where I assume he's delivering, like, coffee beans. And the the owner is like, hey, listen, like, come on, like, you're making it hard for us over here. Like, can't you give us some of your customers? <laughs> uh, and then Hangul very funnily is like, well, you know, uh, we're not doing so well, so uh, I'm keeping them. Yeah, it's we're like... able to, like, have big blowout arguments in the middle of the cafe, and nobody really does anything, so, like... The coffee is that like, good. 
we can't be having that many <laughs> customers. Have you ever had a place that was like you love it there so much that you're willing to put up with like people screaming in the kitchen very oh, loudly? You mean Denny's? <laughs> Any Denny's? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Denny's isn't high on my list of restaurants that I, like, actively love for food or anything. But, like, Denny's, sometimes you got to be somewhere to none. at 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> I feel like every time I've been to a Denny's, there has been something that happened in the kitchen. <laughs> There's always a romantic comedy playing out in the back. You know. Ugh. So then Hangul uh, is leaving from his delivery and Unchan is kind of like waiting ahead for him and she's got like a little drink that she got for him and I I we love to see it Hangul like sees her there and then he kind of like runs to get to her faster but then he like stops himself and he kind of like gives himself like a second to be like okay and then he walks up like coolly like hey (laughs) I'm like oh my god you freaking dork uh he he she's like hey I got you this drink and he's like, what about a drink for you? And she's like, oh, I already drank it. And he's like, no, you should drink this drink. And she's like, I, I don't want to. She's like, he's I like, when I tell you to drink, drink you drink. <laughs> oh, my God. And then she's like, okay, I guess I'll drink this drink. And then he, like, waits for her to be taking a sip. And then he, like, smacks it like a little shit. <laughs> yeah. And, and she's like, like what juice the on heck? Her face. <laughs> now there's drink all over her face. And she's like, what? What is wrong with you? And he's laughing like a freaking 12-year-old boy. He's, like, basically just creating an excuse so he can touch her face. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, so she, he wipes her up, and, like, she's smiling like a goofball at him. And he's like, what are you looking so happy for? And she's like, haha, you touch on my face. <laughs> you touch on my face. And so uh, they get up to go to the, the restroom, I think. And oh yeah, and then Han Gyul decides that he's he he makes a comment where he's like, "Oh, I'm like so happy that you're a girl," and then hmm. he just like starts any stranger that passes by, he just like stops them and is like, "She's a girl," and Unchan is like, "What what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Is this because they're holding hands?" He's just like he's got to like broadcast. He's like, "It's cool. She's a girl. She's a girl." I mean, to be fair, he's, like, big grinning, and he's not being like, hey, guys, it's fine, she's a girl. Like, he's, like, stopping people and being like, hey, she's a girl. And he's, like, smiling about it and then, like, taking her to the next stranger and being like, this is a girl. And it's like... Have you seen my girl? This is my girl. Have you met my girl? This is my girl. (laughs) Oh, it's it's very cute couple-y type stuff, which is, like... Maybe maybe the first time we've seen them do like coupley stuff that's kind of like outside the realm of like we're we're hanging out, palling around kind of coupley stuff, you know? Yeah. Like oh yeah, holding, scandalous. All in on the like hand holding and the like looking at each other and then looking away and like smiling and blushing and it's like okay to you freaking all right we get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get another payoff from way back in episode one, where. Uh, Han Gil is kind of grilling her about like, oh, well, like, did you have feelings for Hansung? And like, what, Hansung, Hansung, Hansung. And she's like, no, 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 no. And then she's like, well, you know, the first time I saw you, I thought you were handsome. And he's like, oh, you mean at this thing? And she's like, no, when I delivered food to your house that one time and you were drying your legs with a towel. Oh my God. (laughs) And he has like a flashback and he's like, you... You're the helmet 
what? Yeah, and she's like, you know, I thought it was really impressive. <laughs> and he's like, and he like immediately like covers his dick with like the little napkin that he has. And he's like, oh, um. yeah. And so it's like, she's like, oh, you know, I thought it was super impressive. And he's like, what's impressive? What is impressive? Tell me now. And it's like, <laughs> oh, your, your wet hair. And it's like, I see you, girl. See all right. You. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I guess we know whose was her favorite. To answer some of these questions. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. <laughs> oh, oh, God. And then um, this, this episode takes, like, another really sharp turn uh, going to Hangul visiting Hansung again. Yeah. This whole this whole episode, once you get past, like, the downward spiral, they're, they're just layering so many different emotions and like styles of movie or movie media on top of each other because we go from like the the drama to the romance to the comedy to the romance kind of like a like a genre lasagna if you will oh yeah we're really feeling the pasta analogies today aren't we (laughs) (laughs) milk it till it's dry (laughs) oh man but yeah uh there's definitely a lot going on um genre wise as well um but han gyul goes to visit hansung again and he kind of like he comes in and he's like hey like dude you do forget her dude like she runs out like what it man screw her like he's immediately like full-on bro mode like here's like my bro is here and he's sad and i'm about to like just like pump these emotions um and Han Sung is kind of like, well, uh, I actually have like different feelings and I didn't just want to bro out and, and say that I hate her. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, hold on. And he like really quickly switches gears to be like, no, no, dude, like she'll be back. Like, no, no worries. And I was like, wow, what a good bro. <laughs> Read the In mood. my translation, he straight up calls her a monster. I was like, damn. Damn. I don't know if that happened in mine, but it might have. I don't remember. I didn't write it down. <laughs> Uh, so after that, I think it's, uh, I wrote, the boys are going off about revelations. And I think that means the Coffee Prince boys. Yes, they, because we, we kind of start this realization that like, oh, Un Chen has been like around us this whole time and she's been like a girl and they're like, huh. So they start being like, like CB remembers that when he was drunk that one time, he like totally kissed Un Chen. Yeah. And oh, like, cute. They're all kind of, like, having those, those like, realizations of, like, oh, wow, like, yeah, that's right. And then when we went to that, like, Harim remembers the time that he, like, definitely showed her the tattoo he has on his ass. And he's, like, she didn't even ask me to. I just, I, I just decided I wanted to show her. And I was, like, wow, come here. Look at my ass, Unchan. God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> he's, like, saying all that basically in that voice while bouncing up and down in front of a, a glass patio window where oh, Unchan God. is just kind of scoping it. Like... And Unjen comes in and she's like, "What?" And they're like, "Nothing." They have like a big Scooby Doo scramble, and he like runs <laughs> away. Oh God! Uh, then at the at Unchan's house, she's on the phone with Han Gyul. Oh yeah! Oh my God! They're on the phone and they're talking and they're being cute and like Han Gyul at one point, like he he's kind of like being like oh, what, like, did you, did you like, do you like Hansung more than me? 
And he's doing this thing where it's it's pretty obvious that he's like fishing for compliment. Like he's trying to get her mm-hmm. to be like, no, I like you. And he's asking her things like, oh, so like, like what, what, what about me? Is like, oh, you like me more? Like, how can I? Like, what do you mean? What do you, what do you, what do you like about me, Unchan? And yeah. she's like, oh. <laughs> she's kind of avoiding. And it's very funny because he like he's walking around his house and then he steps up and he's just like standing on his couch. <laughs> so good the acting because that's totally what you do you right like, like you're pace. talking on the phone in your house and no one is here like you're gonna you're gonna get on that couch <laughs> uh so he's fishing for compliments and they're they're kind of like going back and forth because she's not exactly giving him like what he wanted to hear um but then she kind of like she she hits him with the i love you and it actually knocks him out like he physically falls and like falls down good thing he was standing on that couch because he falls over and he slides down and he's like on the couch and he's literally it's like she just took that i love you and she punched him in the face with it because he's like what oh yeah she starts shelling him with i love you it's like it's yeah. like a bombardment and it like it's just com- breaks attack. his cool <laughs> Uh, and then he he has like this really really good moment where he's like hey knock it off with that like what are you doing that's dumb stop but uh hear me out uh i love you more and i was like oh it's so good any other show or delivery like that would have been so cheesy feeling but like they earned it with their 12 hours of programming that we've invested in they earned it oh my god i oh oh Oh, oh god <laughs> what was it like watching that for the first time i mean man i don't really remember to <laughs> like like i don't remember exactly how i felt because it was a long time ago but i was a middle schooler and i didn't like have a good understanding of the things that i understand now <laughs> as vague as that is but, I, I mean, I feel like because I didn't have as many complicated emotions about the series and I just kind of was, like, watching it and, and letting myself feel happy and sad and, like, having a good time and not really, like, thinking about anything, I feel like it just was... Honestly, I think I might have not been as, like, happy to see it. Like, obviously I was happy, but I feel like because I feel the the low points of this show so much harder now that I'm Mm. like, I don't know, like older and I like understand these things better. I feel like when I watched it, when I watched it for the first time, I was like, oh, yay. And she said, I love you. And he said, I love you more. And it's cute. And I love it. And now I'm like, oh, be still my heart. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. You know who else is like that? Yeah. Un-chan. Un-chan <laughs> is. So he, she got him with the I love you KO, but right as he was about to pass out, he, he had to- He drops the grenade. Yeah, he lashes back with the I love you more grenade. <laughs> They're both just taken out. And we end our episode on a shot. Uh, so at first, Unchan is stunned. But then she kind of like gets up and she jumps around. She jumps on her bed. She's like so happy. And then we end on this shot of her just like laying down being like, <sighs> and we're like, wow, finally, finally. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we're just happy for once. Ugh. Yeah. No terror. Like I'm looking forward to next episode. 
Yeah. I want more cute shit, please. More cute, more cute, more cute. <laughs> yeah, they definitely, I mean, the, uh, I, the majority of this episode was kind of in that in that hard town area, but I feel like the amount of cute that they gave us at the end really kind of like evened it out. Like, I feel really good at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything, <sighs> everything is uh, okie-dokie-gnocchi right now. Okie-dokie-yokie. Whew. And that is episode 12. So, wow, <laughs> we're here now. What, uh, what's your, what's your takeaways? What's your overall, how you feeling, Jero? Uh, this was about as good as if the last episode had been a bad dream. From <laughs> a narrative perspective, though, uh, just because I've been very, like, praising of this show so far, mm. I feel like this was the first time where I've kind of felt like we were in a plot cul-de-sac because Mm. uh, we start this episode sad and we end it happy. But looking at the last two or three episodes as a whole, pretty much, it feels like we started out with, hey, let's try going out, things are great, I love you, to revelation, uh, dealing with this, the Yuju and Hansung subplot advances. And then we kind of get to the other side of this episode where they're like, oh, well, like, let's and it's cool and I love you and I understand that like a lot has happened in that time mm-hmm. but uh, just the the impulse feeling that I get as a viewer is it feels like we are back where we were a couple episodes ago but now Hangyul knows what we know and I would feel more rewarded in future episodes if they do go back and address that Hangyul still has these feelings of like mistrust or betrayal like, if they just went full-on into cute shit without really acknowledging the fallout from the revelation of this secret as it reoccurs, because it very much feels like he is saying, like, I, I can't live without you, but this did upset me. Mm. So I want to see them dealing with that and being a better example than Hansung and Yuchu. Yeah, fair enough. I guess we'll just have to wait and see in episode 13. <laughs> Uh, will they uh just kind of pretend that nothing happened will they talk about it will we ever know what is happening with waffle boys uh child uh will (laughs) harim and unsei end up together will harim and sungi do a little and kind of ease the sexual tension that's going on (laughs) Did Yuju's actress have another contractual obligation that prevented her from being in the rest of the show? Oh, no! (laughs) I guess we'll just have to wait and find out. Maybe we'll find out in episode 13. Maybe we'll have to wait until episode 17. Who knows? (laughs) That's it for this time, though. Yeah, uh, episode 13. Uh, What a ride it's been. You got you got one? <laughs> no, no, I like that. Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm thank you. That's that's a that's a nice little <laughs> that's a nice little confidence boost. Oh, thanks. <laughs> made that made that up on the fly. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye. <laughs>